You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take one. Knock, knock. Who is? We're Stephen and Dana, and we can't believe you thought our fucking podcast. Our podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. We're Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. love that show so much oh god so weird it's so weird so we were just talking about encore which we love last week if you listened was adam wachter who was Mm -hmm. the musical director for six out of the 12 episodes of encore on disney plus yeah and we're kind of obsessed with it hi dana hi steven happy new year happy new year to you and yours this is 2020 how was how was your How was my new year? It was fine. Went to a neighbor's house, had a great time, had a lot of champagne. Ah. So that sounds great. You were social? Yeah, we were social. We rang in the new year with strangers and friends alike. Was still home by 12:30. Whoa. I was home by 2:30, ordered food that didn't come, ordered food from a different place. So I was in bed by 5. Were you refunded? I don't know. It's, oh, we, it's been a couple days and I don't care anymore. Oh, no, you should look into that. Okay. I just don't care. You should. The one that didn't show up, you should. We went to the Bonnie and Astoria and had a great Gatsby-themed affair with a bunch of friends, new and old. And then we went to Icon in Astoria, the gay bar, and kept moving. It was fun. But I don't like to stay out that late anymore. Mom, Mama needs to get home. And, sure. and go seepies. Yeah. And go seepies. And you had been on an air mattress, so you were ready to get into it. Oh my a god. Bag. I, I spent my holidays up in New Hampshire with the family and my nephew who's rocking it and nailing it, who loves Taylor Swift, and we're hoping he's very musical. We got him a xylophone. Um he's not sure how to use the mallet yet. He just like waves it and is mad that there's no noise coming out of the xylophone. Do you know what I mean? He just like... Sure, he, he knows doesn't understand spo- that contact needs he's to be supposed, made. He's like using the tool and then like kicking his feet and like, I know this has to make noise somehow. There's something I'm missing. Yeah. I've, the, there I were love- two crazy ladies here this past week that showed me how to do this and now they're gone and now I don't know what to do. I love watching um, in babies and animals alike, I love watching them use their brain and like know that they can do something but not really know how to execute yes. it. Yes. Like watching a dog try to get under a folded blanket. Yes. Like I, I don't know how to unfold but I know I belong under here. Yeah. Yeah, my nephew's finding all of the tunnels in the living room, like between the couch and the chair. Oh, I taught no, him how to starting. clap. It's starting. Yes. Yeah, anyway, I'm in love with him. And I slept on an air mattress, and my back is F-U-C-K-E-D, up. E-D. Asner. Fuck. Ed Asner. 
Um, anyway, so we're here with Brian Nash. You guys. <laughs> Finally. You're the Finally. first person on our goddamn Google spreadsheet that we made two really? years ago. You were certainly in the first round of meetings. Oh. I think Nancy Opal was the first name. Well, I mean, but here's the, well, here's the thing about you, though, here, that I feel comfortable saying, is that your family... Mm-hmm. In a way, like like a giant tree. Ne- yeah. I have certainly known you for many, many for years. Many a year. I've never once been to your apartment, and I've never seen you outside of a bar. However, <laughs> you're, you're certainly a significant like, piece sig- of my tapestry. Yes, oh. there is a. The eye is drawn. There is a familial uh, weaving that happens with Brian Nash. So we knew that if we could get you, we could. Oh. I'm, and now we're very thrilled to have you now. I'm delighted to be here in this actual room. You are a I world mean, you traveler. Have to go yeah, let's be no, real. No, I you're was delighted shocked. to be here because you're we're here because I'm home because yeah. I'm just here. You're like, oh, you're coming to me. Great. You're no. traveling so often, and thank you for documenting because boy, oh God, am I jealous, and I want to hear all about your life hacks and traveling hacks <laughs> and how to fly and how to be fancy and then also moving hacks because you're moving soon. I'm apparently oh moving. God. I know, I know. If these walls could talk. If these walls could talk, they would scream. So um, we are currently I on... I met Pinkins within these walls. Yes, you did meet Tony For the Pinkins first time. These walls. Also at, on the Broadway Podcast Network. Yeah, at a uh, Chicago and Harlem party. Oh, that, nice. I that was a good night. Yeah, because I'm originally from Chicago, so I there are certain things one cannot get in New York. One cannot get a real Chicago hot dog. Shake Shack tries. They try. They almost make it. A for effort. Um, a for effort. You Thanks cannot for get a real deep dish pizza, which some people call a casserole. But it is just. <laughs> That's I've got, true. That's I've got true. five in my uh, oven. In, in my oven. No, God, that would be <laughs> chunky. Um, no, I've got five in my Same. freezer right now. There's three of us here, so five. I could like put one in the in the oven right now. By the time the podcast's oh done, it would be it'd be ready. Uh, are you a uh, Lumel Nottis? I'm Lumel Nottis. Me too. Giordano's, I think... I like Giordano's. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Giordano's is a very specific thing. It's a stuffed pizza as opposed to a deep dish moment. Um, I don't You're know right. why I just became Barbara Streisand with my consonants when I said that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, a Giordano's is like a stuffed pizza, which... Which is a different thing. It's reminiscent of a pizza they had in Boston that I had a lot, so occasionally if I'm feeling reminisce, I'll go there. Um, but yeah, no, it's the Malnati's. That's what's currently in the freezer. I, oh, no! Yeah. I can't stop thinking about Barbara Streisand eating deep dish, deep dish pizza now. Well, you know, she would call for it in the middle of the concert, so then it would be ready for her the second she was done. She'd call it an yeah. intermission. She'd, yeah, she'd call it an intermission, like she did for those crab legs those or whatever fucking the fucking lobsters. Wow. Yeah. Your yeah. Barbara Streisand is something else. I worked... And I saw that coaster on your freaking table. <laughs> this... Did you see the rest of them? I'm using the back I one. saw a share one. We need to describe this yeah. gorgeous apartment. I mean, so. We are in Harlem. We are in Harlem. Yes. We are right off 125th Street. Um, so on Neil Patrick Harris Avenue. Yeah, I'm on Neil Patrick Harris's uh, the next block. Um, this actually is from their Christmas party. Um, oh in my which god! I won the white elephant thing. I was the last chosen, so I got to steal the best prize, which was four VIP tickets to a taping of SNL. <gasps> so yeah. 
My yeah. boss's daughter works there. Oh, really? Yeah. You need to go. Come with. I mean, Long she's like April a... 4th. No. That was the worst white elephant cast? <laughs> no, that is the best white elephant cast. So I was the final one chosen, so I got to steal yes, the best shit. that's the way to I do see. it. Yeah, the other option was... I don't know from white elephant parties. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, they, they're crazy about it. They're... I've been to one and I gave a signed headshot. Yeah. Oh my God, that is actually genius. Um, no, they're they're very intense with their white elephant. Um, it's got a, It's like a hundred dollar, like minimum max. They're like try to shoot for a hundred bucks, um, because fancy people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're very intense with the stealing and the yeah. Um, so the the two that were most stolen, uh, actually, poor. Um, probably need to trim this moment down because I'm gonna have a stroke and forget her name. Memphis. Montego Glover. Yes. Montego got fucked. She, like, Montego Glover's gifts kept getting stolen. She had (gasps) SNL for a minute. It got stolen. She had, like, David Burdka making you dinner for four of your friends at Neil and David's house. Stolen. Continually. She had this, like... How does that work? Like, you put it down on the table, like, I have to go pee. No. Like, you... Out of your pocket? So, you get drawn in an order, and you pick... There's, like, a pile of shit, and you just kind of pick a gift, and you unwrap it in front of all the people. And then anyone after it can keep the gift they are they have been given, or like you can choose a gift, or you can just steal from somebody previously. Yeah, it's, yeah. like literally just grab yeah. it. From it you. is the forget the little girl and get the cape. It is the Hunger Games of gifting. You've never been to gifting. a white elephant. It's horrifying. That's what that wheel is from. Is our white elephant? No. Yes. I thought she needed that for work. No. We had a white elephant for around the holidays with my Wisconsin. And there was no limit or max. It was just people giving shit away. Yeah. So there was like a beer making kit and then also soap was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You never get fucked. Which is totally the point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you you go there with no expectations. I know that. Well, that one sounds like I know I'm going to get something for at least $100. At least okay. Yeah. At least okay. Yeah. I mean, some of them were just odd. There was definitely a glassware set that was modeled on uh, different Star Trek characters. <laughs> like, some of it was hilarious. Um, but some of it was brilliant. Uh, there was a designer who was on, who, uh, who won first season of Project Runway, who gave away a uh, personally designed hoodie that just had a very, very close picture of uh, Nancy Pelosi doing the clap back from the State of <gasps> Union. That's great. Which was stolen many a time. Yeah. Was that uh, Siriano? Christian Siriano? Was mm, he first? No, he was third oh, season? I don't I remember. remember. I remember oh. watching the first at least. Yeah. yeah, he got... I don't know which season is which because I would just watch him on VH1 yeah. like on a marathon day yeah. in 2005. Yeah. I never really watched it. But I think, I feel like it's kind of like, like early idol, where it's not necessarily the people who won who got famous. Right. Um, right. Early yeah. idol. Yeah. Like, Longevity does not mean you won. No, no, no. As, as Bo Bice will tell you. Oh, Bo Bice. Bo Bice. Ruben Studd. Rube Studds. Rube Studds. Listen. But back on they, Broadway. They all have so. their own. They're, you know, they're doing things. Yeah, they're doing their things. Yeah. Yeah. And good on them. Yeah, they're not doing nothing. Hmm. Some of them might be doing nothing. Some of them might be doing nothing, but not all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, might be porn, but they're doing something. What American person got into Ford? Who? Which Oil? American 
idle person got into porn. porn. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, somebody. Oh, I thought you. I thought. Oh no, no, no! I don't have distinct knowledge, (laughs) but I'm sure somebody in the top fifteen. Somebody. I mean, uh, 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 honest living, honest living. Well, yeah, Frenchie. Frenchie showed her tatas. She better show her tatas. Yeah, her name is Frenchie. But that was before. That was before the idol, and then she was honest living, honest living, literally in that show. I know, I saw her do it. Yeah, who the fuck do you think you are? Dreams. Yeah. yeah. She's great. She's a queen. She when she a, didn't win, I stopped watching Idol. She's a damn queen. But I mean, Jay Hud. I Jay stopped Jay Hud. Yeah, Jay Hud did not win. Jay Hud did not win. Yeah, remember? Jay Hud yeah. did not win. Mm-mm. She won an Oscar. Temptation. She won an Oscar. Yeah, but then Hello. she won an Oscar. Hello. But then she Annette won- Benning has not yeah. won an Oscar, no. folks. No. But Jennifer Hudson has an Oscar. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. She hasn't seen Cats, so we can't talk about it. You're kidding But me. I can look you at can you. You can talk about Cats. I can Go look ahead. at you. you well, are... Let's do Cats. I had the night I wanted. See? I had exactly the night Was I your wanted. audience good? My audience was great. Oh, audience My audience was, so was spectacular. Our audience was perfect. Um, and I, unfortunately, I think I opened the gate on that one. Because I, there were a couple moments where I could not help myself. Oh, it, I was not in control of my life. No. Like <laughs> no, no. The, the second the lights went down, I stole a Kathy and a Jimmy line, and it said, "Good luck, everybody." And that was that was it. We were just in. We were just in. We were in this place together. We were having the experience. When Skimbleshanks showed up, I let out an involuntary "Ooh, girl!" Like just, a highlight it, for us was. Um, it sounds like church. It really is. When Natalie Joy Johnson, another rumor, has also not been to the Cats film. And I have finally convinced her to go. She's like, I hate that show, though. I like, haven't seen it. That's the Tell point. me where to be. Yeah. Tell me where to be yeah. when to be there. No, we've got to go at like 2 in the afternoon yeah. at the Magic Johnson Theater on 125th. We went like, at when there's no 10 10.45 p.m. <laughs> at Oof. AMC Lincoln Square. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a dream. It was a dream. There was a plant in our audience. Somebody involved in the film was there oh, because no. we got our tickets ahead of time. We were the only ones in the theater, so we mm-hmm. would keep checking back to see mm-hmm. how long we would have that luxury. Yeah. And the next ticket purchase was one in the last row on the aisle. And I was like, Idris Elba. Ha! <laughs> so we wait patiently for the day to arrive. Mm-hmm. We get there and we look back as the movie's starting. Nobody's there yet. But we look back right before the credits start. And we catch somebody pulling up their hood and putting on shades. <gasps> like Bette Midler no. in First Wives Club. Yep. Yep. She's with me, babe. Yeah. Someone. Someone was someone there. Someone was there. Jodie Foster did that when she came to see Silence. She fully, oh, like, nice. sunglassed, ducked out, like, came in right as it started, left right as it, you know, came down. Because I get Jodie it. Foster at a Silence of the Lambs musical. Is this dangerous? Would, poor thing. Poor thing. I ran into her at uh, actually Kathy and Jimmy's birthday party in LA, and I was like, <gasps> "I don't know how to talk to you about this, so I'm not going to like just avoid it." You don't know yeah. if she liked it or what she her she sent was. word that she thought it was really funny. Oh, she good, sent yeah. word through like various channels. I remember before, yeah. this is before I met you. Yeah. taking my uncle to see it. You know, like yeah. twenty years ago. Oh my god, twenty I'm, years ago! Shit, I mean that. I mean, it was before I Almost. knew you, and I met you in 2012. Yeah, because yeah. it opened off Broadway in 2011. We did yeah. the Fringe Festival in 2005. It was like a must-see. It was a see thing. This. 
Like, it was what? crazy. 20 years ago? Yeah, I'm really good at math. Yeah. I do our accounting. <laughs> we love you, Dory and Alan. Um, let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah, we we to need rewind. to talk about okay. how was your past year? My what past... were you doing this year? A lot of things. It's weird because I just do like a lot of We things. never told our listeners who don't know you from oh, like, yeah. the ones in Brazil. Yeah. Hi, Brazilians. That They probably know him. You are. I'm sorry um, your president's insane. Uh, you're a unicorn. You are, you're a musical director. You are an arranger. You mm-hmm. are a, a, you work on ships half the year. Man about the on world. On boats. Are you yeah. an artistic director somewhere? I don't know. Okay. No. <laughs> Not officially. Like you... Oh, look. FedEx is here. Yeah. FedEx is here. FedEx is here. Be right down. Who sent you a good dog of chocolates when you were sick? Federal I think Express. my recycling bags have arrived. Anyway, we were saying that you wear a lot of hats, and I don't know what like your official job title is other than Brian Nash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The I role think usually played by Brian Nash will be played by, by Brian Woodkey. Nash. You um, are no! Yeah, Deirdre Woodkey. And Joel Wagner. Yeah, occasionally Joel Wagner. Um, but, or Deirdre Joel Wagner. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I do a lot of weird things. I play for a lot of people. I perform as myself sometimes when I feel like it. But it's mainly like, my main job is just music directing uh, either musicals or mainly people's concerts, shows, you know. Which is what brings you to cruise ships, which, which is what me... brings you to Mexico, which is what brings you yes. to Chicago all which, the time. Which brings me to Tahiti. It's weird. Cruise ships don't often go to Chicago because A, Burr, <laughs> B, it's a lake. Um, <laughs> no, th- there was a comma. Can you? <laughs> I missed the comma. Um, I probably missed it as well, yeah. but it was intended. The weird thing is, so I've been, like, the weird thing with the cruise thing is, like, a, it sounds like cheesy and terrifying, um, because most cruise ships are. Um, but I have I've done probably ninety something cruises in my life, and I have never been on a normal straight cruise. That has never happened. Tell us everything. So my you're main... gonna have your hundredth cruise in. 2020. I have a question. I haven't done the math. I have a problem. Is it have... Disney cruise a normal straight cruise? Disney cruise is a normal straight cruise. Okay, so you've only done like Atlantis big gay boats. Yes. Right. Or oh uh, back in the day, our family, which was the Rosie O'Donnell oh, experience. Sure. Um, those were Kelly. my shout out to Kelly and Kelly and Rao and uh, our we gorgeous saw, Anne Steele. I saw yeah. Rosie at Hal Prince's memorial. Oh, yeah. Her hair looks so good. What is is she doing? Like the gray, like yeah, beswooped. Yeah, beswooped. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Paula Cole. She looks great. Too. Great. She, she looks, looks great. great. I was with Dana. We saw her. Yeah. She makes me cry. She's my OG. I heard. I that story is amazing. Well, yeah, I yeah. love her. She's she's a dream. Was it taboo that you ran into her? No. No. Uh, in the heights. In the heights. In the heights. Yeah. In the heights. In the mess. What was Rob doing just, in the I, mess? I don't know. I can't tell you. In she the mess, her hiding from the data. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't yeah. get a ticket. No, you couldn't get a ticket. Let's remember in the heights in two thousand nine. You could not get a tick. No. No, I can't remember how I got in. I'm already laughing that like Hamilton is putting things out. It's like best availability March 2020 during the day, which is. I'm like, oh, you can get a ticket to Hamilton now. Yeah, which is close. <laughs> I mean, it's been. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Four years, five years. Ended up in 2015. It. Jesus Christ. 2015. Hamilton's been open for five years. Anyway, back to you. I. Uh, 
Well, the fun thing is, like, so I travel a lot. So I, I, I music direct. One of my main jobs that keeps me traveling continually is I music direct all the Atlantis cruises. And Atlantis is uh, the leading LGBT travel company. Um, and they mostly B, mostly G. Mostly G. A lot of G. A lot of G. Not like that. With a capital T. Although sometimes that, that. stands with yeah. B in it. And maybe in some in Q. Yeah. Not many L's. Yeah. Not many L's. I mean, often they will actually. I mean, this sounds very. Uh, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it? they do. Uh, when uh, when a lady person comes on board the boat, they they're like, "Oh my God, you're number twenty four. <gasps> oh my God. Absolutely. I want to go so bad. Is there like an L lounge? There is not. They do have like a, a, a women of Atlantis kind of moment. A pussy um, perch? Yeah, exactly. Because you need And one. it's just space. Um, you just <laughs> it's it's space. The best it's space. like It's yeah. like the um, floor it's first thing in the workout morning, at the planet. It's yeah. Deck space. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Um, there's definitely like, you know, they do it at the sushi bar. Um, <laughs> no, um, but, 24. You just get a tag. 24 no lesbians. Name. It's just yeah. like. 24. Um, uh, the best part is. Yeah, two, two, four, six, oh, yeah. They, they definitely have. P.S. Have you, you guys know the Cole Wilkinson uh, matinee performance? That legendary. Oh. He probably, I don't know I anything do. she, what oh, you're talking about. My God, there is. And it Cole was, Wilkinson, the most iconic. Jean Valjean. The Jean Valjean. The Jean Valjean. I don't need to know who he is. I know it's Jean Valjean, which is Elaine's middle name. OG Jean Valjean. My grandma's middle name is Valjean. (laughs) Elaine Valjean Visna Craig. She's French Canadian. There's so many layers. And I'm like, Grandma, it's not Valjean. It's Valjean. Valjean. Your name, Your name is, is Jean Valjean. It's not Elaine's middle name. Is Elaine Valjean Visna Craig. Nope. Nope. That's wrong. It's it amazing. Valjean. <laughs> yeah. Elaine Valjean Visna Craig. Her name's Elaine Valjean. <laughs> and I'm Javert. Do not forget my name. Oh um, my god, tangents, but we're still good in 14 because I'm the first yeah. to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm dripping sweat. That's the funniest thing. That's I'm in half away because no one wants me here. That's incredible. So there is a legendary performance (laughs) that got passed around like a blunt in the late 80s on a cassette um, of of our dear Colm Wilkinson, the original Jean Valjean, on Broadway during a matinee. He was not in voice for that particular performance and it is spectacular. I have it on this computer. Yeah, you'll loop loop Can we that put it, it in? At, at yeah. the end. Is that like bootlegged widely enough where oh, yeah, no. will not get no. him after us? No, no, no one can come after we'll us. We'll plug it point. in here. Yeah. At it's the end. incredible. Or at the beginning so that they have heard it while he No, it's at the end. Yeah. He goes for the note and it is not there. He's like, and so Javert, you see it's true that man there's no more kill than you. Who am I? Two, four, six, oh, <laughs> and the orchestra is just kind of like, <laughs> and the audience does not applaud, and you hear the guy playing the judge like, I'm just gonna gavel this out early, because he keeps trying to make a connect. It's not like, Wah! oh, nope, nope, nope. He tries no, to he, finish it. He no, keep no. trying it. He thinks it's gonna click in at some point. Sometimes the show must not so go it's, on. <laughs> it's brilliant. You it's, guys, um, please listen to this entire episode because I will be putting it at the end. Yeah, enjoy. Oh, at the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah, oh. yeah put it into the episode. That's yeah. what we do. 
Yeah. I put it in at the end of that story. Oh, yeah. Or wherever. I mean, at some point, you're going to hear the for real clip. I've, It'll be like a surprise dropping. Just at some point in the middle of a story, you'll just go, Whoa! It'll be great. <laughs> you like just that total, joke? Yeah. Like the, the Taylor Swift. It'll just keep popping up. It's like a morning show. Yeah. Where they just have keep sound effects that just keep coming. That's also in. an option. That'd be great. Oh my God. I might do but that. Just, I, I might do that. I think continuing. It'll the be like the only king. person I can talk to about that shit. Yeah. You and like Max Cantor are the only people oh, who know Max that Cantor. stuff. Oh, yay. Yeah, I, I I will go for a deep cut. I am not mad. I have got a gentle encyclopedic knowledge mm-hmm. kind of moment. Um, yeah, that's it. Look, anything with a density of failure, I am deeply into. Density of failure. Density of failure. I took note. I.e. Cats Move. Um, oh I.e. I mean, I saw all three vampire musicals in their first previews. I saw Dance of the Vampires you love and Dracula preview. and uh, 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 the Frank Wildhorn. No, the Frank Wildhorn Dracula and uh, Lestat. Yeah. Oh, good old Lestat. It was. The vampire triptych was a weird era in Broadway. Are history. you a horror person? Horror film? Not at all. Firm? Not at all. Horror firm? Horror firm? Horror Yeah. Horror firm? Yeah. No, I'm not. Like, not at all. I just love a musical that I looks like it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Having a moment. How did we get from Big Gay Cruise, I'm trying to connect the dots, to um, Goat Les Mis? To Goat Les Mis. Uh, I don't know. Goat Are we Les done Mis. with Big Gay Cruise chat? No, because I, mean, I want to know like some, some yeah. stories so, or yeah. like... I mean, it's actually been an incredible... For yeah. It's been an unbelievable job because, A, I'm... It takes me out of New York whenever New York is terrible and frigid and stupid. And it's like, hey, instead, would you like to be in Tahiti? Yes, I would. Yes, I absolutely would. I would rather be in Tahiti, which I've been to three times yeah, at this point. You get to see the world. I get to see the world. Um, Fell free, um, which is incredible and get paid really well for it. And like they take really good care of us. I work m- ass off on these things. But it's incredible because I'm, I'm performing as myself. Um, but also I'm music directing for whomever we bring in because we replace all the entertainment on the bo- on board the ship because the, you know, come on, people come back. and we're doing a show, choir show that is normally on the boat, which does not really go over with the gays. Right. And yeah. do you bring people? Do you bring your friends? Or do you cast? Do you, are you... Now at this point I do, okay. which is really? incredible. Like they, they really, really trust me. Um, and judgment, um, and know that I'm kind of have my fingers in many Mrs. Lovett's meat pies. Um, so hey oh, I love it's, it's me and meat oh, pie. Yeah. Savory and sweet pies, as oh. you'll see. Um, but, yeah, so they know that I kind of know who's around doing the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started off that they were just kind of assigning me to play for people. And one of the first ones that I did was Andy Bell, who was the lead singer of the 80s, 90s pop band Erasure. Um so I just kind of got thrown into that. They're like, uh, hi, can you try this? We need desperate help. So I did, and that went well, and then I just became kind of the music director for whatever they bring on, which has gone anywhere which from like... a lot of music. It's a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, wham, you're getting thrown in, you're meeting a band the day of the show. You have to rehearse it, um, and then, you know, rehearse it, sound check it, perform it twice that night. 
Um, and it's often performers that I haven't met before. Um, sometimes they uh, come with, you know, hey, here's here are my charts, here are all my orchestrations, here's everything. Um, but there was one time, uh, God, twenty thirteen, yes, um, in Europe where Deborah Cox was headlining, and she was coming on. She had it was a thirteen piece band on board this particular big gay boat. Uh, she had no charts, so no music for the band. And no click tracks to sync up with her, like with the dancey hit stuff. So I had to build an entire show for her for 13 pieces in four days while performing all my other shows while still finishing up the orchestrations for Mandy Gonzalez's show of In the Heights and that, now the Hamiltones um, while that was, everything was happening at the same time. It's making my eyes yeah. itch. It was madness, but it was, it ended up being great. So now, like, I play for Deborah, kind of a lot. So it's led to me performing with a lot of these people outside. So I was on tour with Andy Bell all summer, mm-hmm. doing all these European festivals. Um, like I now, now that I've done this a bunch, they allow me to suggest people or like, hey, how about how about this? Or so I've brought a lot of our our friends on um, to perform. But I'm also like, they're like, hi, we have a slot. We need a headliner. What do you think? And there was the moment, it was January 2017, we had a cruise going out, and uh, it was directly, like, two days after the inauguration of the Orange Nightmare, oh, man. and um, they're like, who can we, who can we get, we need, a, we need a decent headliner. And I've had a running list for a long time, and I'm like, um, this, is our, this is finally our time to get Jennifer Holiday and make her pull out of singing at the inauguration. Pay her ten times as much. Because she did, they'd announced that she was singing at mm-hmm. the inauguration. Wow. And Jen, bless her, bless her heart, is kind of very apolitical. Just kind of like, she kind of, she's not really focused on that. She really, when she went on all of, yeah. you know, when she went on uh, uh, Joy the next day after she'd pulled out, and... She was like, how did you not know there was going to be some backlash? She's like, I really don't pay attention to that stuff. She doesn't. She was not kidding. Um, but I'd wanted Jennifer to perform with us for forever. And because it's Jennifer damn holiday. Um, and uh, I'm like, well, this would be an opportunity. Sure. For you to make things real right, real fast with the gay community. Because that's why she pulled out she said that you know I remember that yeah Yeah. that she's like you know when the gay community was like this is going to hurt us she's like these this was the community that fed me when no one would hire me so full body chest she's like yeah so she's like if the gay community was like this is wrong she's like that's who I listen to and she's like I've sung for every president since Reagan Mm. so she's like I didn't really think of this as any different but when I realized it was then I was out and then two days later, she was on a boat in the Caribbean uh, singing I Am Changing acapella to a room full of adoring homosexuals. For more people. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It was incredible. Amazing. That's America to me. Yeah. That, that is that, America. That is America. And now I get to, now like I work with Jen all the time and it's incredible. Jen. Jen. She just went down for we, uh, Sydney Cabaret Yeah, we did Fest. Sydney Cabaret Festival. Which was amazing. amazing. Actually, got the uh, Barbara Streisand coasters in Sydney. Of course, oh, you did. Fabulous. The Streisand slash Cher slash Bette Midler slash Audrey Hepburn. I just needed a fourth. 
The other option was Madonna, and I was like, mm. no, Audrey's the right choice. And Audrey was the right choice. Um, no shade to Madonna. No shade to Madonna. Wendell bit. Odom, I hear you. I finally <laughs> look. I finally saw Madonna live. I'm trying to see everyone live this year. Like, like. What do you mean everyone live? I'm I trying to see, see Elton in April. Uh, yeah, I finally saw Elton John. I'm trying to see everyone before they die or retire. That's my um, MO. Yeah, that's what so I do. In the last couple of years, I'm like, yes, I'm going to go see Cher. Yes, I'm going to go see Stevie Nicks. Yes, yeah. I'm finally going to see Elton, like a good homosexual piano player. Like, yeah, I'm just the... trying to check them all off. And I saw Cher last year. I saw Barry Manilow oh, last year. Barry, yes, I mean, so all, fun. I, you have to be at least, I mean, over the age of fifty for me to go to your goddamn of course, concert. Of course, of course, of course. I'm not You still got no. If you still got legs, no. When no, you say greatest right. hits, I want all. Yeah, I don't of mean your greatest yeah. hits. I want yeah. You know, sixty-seven yeah. hours of yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went. I got in to see Alanis Morissette was doing. Um, like at right the Apollo, open. at the Apollo, fuck you. Was doing, Couldn't get yeah, there. yeah. I was waiting no. and waiting no. and waiting. I like the, and I am good at the ticket game. Like I, I've never tried it before. It's I'm I'm from years and years and years of seeing Tori Amos, um, and like playing out that ticket game. Man. I, yeah, I have seen. I know the ticket game. I could not get tickets to that show, so I just did what I did for Hello Dolly, first preview. And StubHubbed at the last minute. And I got, like, so then the ticket prices drop. Life hack. Life hack number one. Uh, this is how you get into Hamilton. Brian's Coupon Corner. Yeah. You need to go on StubHub about 40 minutes before the performance. You need to be near the venue. Like, if you're if you're going to a Broadway show that's... If you want to get into a Broadway show that's sold out, um, there is the uh, StubHub ticket office on 40th and Broadway. And about, ha- like... Starting an hour before, the ticket prices just plummet because they're just trying to offload them. So I got an hour before the first preview of Hello Dolly, I got what I thought was a third row center seat for $200. It was an $800 ticket. It turned out to be a front row center seat because they'd taken out the first two rows of the passerelle. So I was front row center for the first preview of Hello Dolly, Dying, and there were two empty seats next to me because the other tickets didn't sell. Did you cry? I was just, was I was too in shock. Was it the first time you had seen Bet? I had seen Bet the year before, uh, no, a year and a half before when I was doing Beaches in Chicago. Also, Penn. When we were in, uh, yeah, when we were in Tech during the day off, there, Bet was doing a show in Chicago. Okay. So I finally saw Bet live. Like her tour. The tour. That's the, last, the way yeah. to see that. It was unreal. Yes. It was unreal. And she apparently, it was the last show of the tour. She apparently was going to cancel because she apparently was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she went out she and never she. Does that. No, she crushed. She was an unbelievable voice. She sounded great. She looked great. The show was hysterical. It was incredible. So I was just dying the entire time. And I, I paid a heaping pile of money and mm-hmm. just got like a seventh row seat because I'm like, I'm seeing Bette Midler live, finally. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I cannot Thank be God, Hello, bleed. Dolly. I mean, we were levitating. Uh, I, the dying. royal we. The entire yeah. theater yeah. was just like, and this is it. This is yeah. the reason. Like, yeah. that's my, like, my Broadway, I get through my divas. Yeah. That's my version of, I know Cabaret mm-hmm. because I loved Liza. Yeah. Not because I know Candor and Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
So I love I love when a woman gets a big juicy roll oh. and like just like shakes the titties in my face. It's so good. It's so dream. And it was interesting because I'd already bought tickets for the second week of previews because I know Bet and I'm like I could see her being yeah. like we're not ready. I'm canceling the first week. Yep. So yep. I didn't want to get screwed over in case they canceled any of the first previews. But then when it was going forward, I'm like I will not. I will not miss this first performance. I'm like, I must be in that room. Mm-hmm. So, Did you see any of the other dollies? I saw, I missed Donna, unfortunately. Because I heard she was brilliant. And I love Donna Murphy. But I did see Bernadette. I went to her closing. Um, I saw Bernadette do it twice. Yeah. Unbelievably different performance, but brilliant. Totally. They all delivered yeah. three different, yeah. distinct yeah. dollies. I want to go see, so badly I want to go see the Carolee Carmelo Me on the road. Me can we just take a road trip? Yes. Can we just go to Providence? Yes. And stop off at Denny's on the way back? You have a car. Yeah, I have a car. Let's do it. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Oh. Now we can go to Cracker Barrel again. The Cracker is Barrel. Yeah, because you didn't used to be able to go to Cracker Barrel. Right. Is I'm the one old. in New York open yet? They're opening a Cracker Barrel in New York? Foley Square, bitch. You're kidding. Really? Yes, it's not open yet. <laughs> really? Are they still opening up that uh, Krispy Kreme flagship store on 48th and Broadway? I don't know. I, heard I haven't heard. Yeah. My sweet tooth. It's going to be like a 24-hour like hot Oops. now Yikes. sign. Yeah. There's going to be like a glazed waterfall. Oh my god, like on that Sex in the City where she goes to the Weight Watchers that's by the Krispy Kreme donut. Oh. Oh, yeah. I used to play a piano bar on the Upper East Side and there was like We'd stay and chat afterwards. It's called Brandis. And we'd sit yes. and chat at the bar afterwards. And it's like, you know, we'd order food in. And, like, yes. just sit there until 5 in the morning. Like, all of our friends just sitting and chatting. And then when we'd walk out the door, just pervading the air was the warm glaze from the Hot Now sign from the Krispy Kreme on uh, 84th and 3rd. Mm. And then we'd have to stop. What a beautiful memory. Yeah. Just hot now, preparing me. When I'm in my deathbed, can you come over and tuck me in and tell me that story? And just oh, hot, hot. Knock, knock, knock. Hi, it's Brian. Brian Nash is here. Brian Nash is here for you. And I'll just waft a donut under your nose. Tell me the Krispy Kreme and Brandy story. (laughs) And then get out. Tell me about the glaze, Mama. Tell me about the glaze. (laughs) It's that's incredible. Yeah, it's. I still haven't been to Brandy's. There are so many places that are like. Touchstones, yeah. iconic places. Been a couple times when LaDonna mm-hmm. is singing. Mm-hmm. Dear LaDonna Burns. I know that's like a Kelly yeah, and Anne. Yeah. Anne worked there for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Anne Steele worked there. Like a lot of brilliant performers. I'm there. sure. Random. It's on the um, side. Adina like Alexander. Body. Broadway's Adina what? Alexander worked there for 25 what? years, I think. What yeah. a queen. Yeah. And she was continuing to work there when she was doing Wicked. She'd show wow. up and do a shit. Just kind yeah. of keep her toe in. Well, when you sure. love it, you love it. Yeah, and when Two you're place. just a marble standby at that point. Yeah. When you're a marble standby, you can go do a piano bar shift and do 17 shots of tequila and just rock out your life. Because, you know, you or don't need to Dina be... Or if you're Alexander, you can exactly. do that no matter what. Yeah, no. It's great. Like, the, the gorgeous Natalie Douglas worked there for a long time. Like, a lot of people got their kind of footing there. And have gone on to brilliant things. You and your Natalie's. Val lives by Brandy's. Val lives by Brandy's. We should go. Away. We should go. A block. We can mm-hmm. crash at Val's. We should go. I will occasionally still sub in there. What's the best night to go to Brandy's? Uh, it 
depends on what you want. Mm. I feel um, like Madonna's always there on a Tuesday with Elliot Roth. A Tuesday's very chill. A Tuesday's very chill and nice. I used to work. I could Tuesdays. be making that up, I but Tuesdays I think that for that's a few right. years. Okay. Because um, I still like I keep one gentle toilet in the piano bar scene. Um, well, because, you own the duplex. Yeah. <laughs> you are, Mr. Duplex. I mean, the fun thing is, Two like... shares in the duplex? Oh, God, can you imagine? Are they on the market? Can share? you imagine if actual share was in the duplex? Um, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. Has she ever been <laughs> She's in the duplex? The She's... Did Cher ever play the duplex? I'm sure. I'm sure. Everyone has at some point. Who has played the duplex? Drop some names. Uh, Joan Rivers got her start there. Well, I want to... Uh, mm-hmm. Meaning that Who still shows up? Oh, that I could that, show that have, like, popped in. Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. Really? Yeah, Melissa Etheridge. We'll just show up at the duplex. Yeah. There was one night, it was actually right before I, I came on. Um, Talk it about was coming to your window. Bobby, it was Bobby Lopez's birthday, um, composer of uh, the Book of Mormons and the Avenue Q's and the Frozen's. Um, and uh, so it was his birthday, and they showed up at a happy hour before there was a pianist on. Uh, he and his wife, Kristen, who co wrote Frozen with him, and their good friend, Adina Menzel to run through the Oscar cut of Let It Go because they had Oh, that's run right. It. I remember yeah. when that happened. Yeah. And suddenly every homosexual in the West Village popped up with a cell phone. Yep. I remember. And they were just like When running... there's that much gay energy yeah. in one place. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just Gina Menzel just running like through cats, the Oscar Your body cut. just yeah. gets pulled and your face is still over here for a second. Yeah. Before it, before it yeah. watches over. Like just the ghost of the village just show the fuck up. Yep. Um, Gay angel. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's so I, I like I've been doing piano bar since I moved to New York. Like that was my first job after I started working at EJ's Luncheonette as a waiter, and an old man threw bacon at my chest because it wasn't crispy enough. Um, but, <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, EJ's Luncheonette, EJ's Luncheonette on Sixth Avenue and Ninth Street. Oh, I know it. Even though I lived in the hinterlands of Astoria, and I'd have to get up at four in the morning to get there in time for my like five thirty a.m. breakfast shift. Um, however, uh, yeah, now I go to bed at four thirty in the morning. Um, yeah, so I was working at EJ's Luncheonette and got like I'd done piano bar in Boston, which is where I went to school. Um, and was like playing in a rock band and also singing opera and also doing theater. Um, and then moved to New York with the rock band. Um, Back in New York, yeah, starting a, a rock, rock band. band. Yeah, totally. Just like literally playing at CBGB all the damn time. It was incredible. It was with uh, singer-songwriter Justin Tranter, who is now very famous and wrote like Cake by the Ocean. He's like a songwriter for everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, because he decided the emo like singer songwriter pop thing was not quite working, so he started like a three chord rock band called Semi Precious Weapons, opened for Gaga, and now just writes for everybody. Um, so he's you know three his career is yeah. in the yeah. toilet. Yeah, yeah, he's doing very poorly. He has so much money, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so was doing like doing the rock band thing, and we're like, I'm just gonna do the rock band, and like you know, I'm just gonna wait tables until that takes off. And then wandered into the duplex one evening, uh, and a friend was like, why don't you get up and do something? And I did, and they, there was randomly, Sunday nights had just become available. Which, there are about seven people who do Piano Bar in New York. I thought it was going to be like a sea of people and I'd never be able to get in. There are actually seven you, people who do it, and I was never going to be able to get in. special, special 
New York icon. It was a weird legend. toddler at that point. It's um, a very special yeah. skill. It's yeah. not just, I know how to play piano and read music, no, so I'm going to show you're an piano bar. God. It's about playing a live room where people are or are not paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it's about keeping their attention. The yeah. It's about you. I don't know this song, but about figuring it out. Yeah, I walk in the room. Uh, it's a seven-hour night. I mean, now I only do one a week because, like, I'm out of town so much. I'm doing so many other things. I keep one night a week just in case every other job I have blows up. Yay, freelancing in New York. Twenty-five um, cent insurance yeah. policy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I, I. It's a seven-hour night, and I walk in the room having no idea what I'm going to play that night. And I'm like, ah, we'll figure it out. But you have your Evian. I have, I have an enormous bottles of Evian, <laughs> and Evian oh god, and I out. love watching you play. You get so I sweaty, you and play. you're so passionate, and yeah. you're like, and what's next? And you've got your, yeah. um, you went digital. Yeah. Oh god. You know, you've got your your, yeah, your iPad. Yeah. iPads. I haven't seen you for for a while there, yeah. but on Sunday nights at the Duplex, it's, you know, get there, get your corner, hunker down. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's it's really. I, I'm really really lucky. It's like so I've fun. got. Now I've got a really uh, a really broad audience. Like people who come in from out of town, they're like, "Hi, we're back from Amsterdam, and we come in every year, and we see you." Like people who are emailing me, being like, "Are you going to be there like on these days?" Sure, because uh, they know you travel too. Yeah, because they're like booking their trips, and they're like, "We're not going to come to New York if you're not going to be yeah. there," which is crazy to me. Um, but it's it's just really really it's a really fun thing because whatever comes up, I can normally make happen and I'm just sitting there psychologically profiling the room at every moment and trying to okay so this this moment is working for these people these people are slightly distracted and they look midwestern 51 to 62 years old and they've got their gay son um, and their random daughter Um, okay so these people would like this song which will also apply to these people over here so let's do that song and bring these people together and then it's just kind of creating a it's throwing a party it's throwing a seven hour musical party you're so good at that shit oh thanks and there is there's something about like the ego not getting in the way you're totally your energy is what you just explained Mm -hmm. like really catering to the room Mm -hmm. and it's that's why people love to be there because it's like oh he sees us we're not just watching like a narcissist sing no it's not about that you are engaging and you are making your audience feel like they came to your old-fashioned living room piano party yeah that's i mean that's the goal and like i I mean, the good thing is, like, because I've done it for so long and because I've got a weird brain that tends to remember lyrics and chord structures really easily, I can't... Because there are a lot of times where uh, people are, you know, you're taking requests, but you have to just read it. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's the song, but you're not going to get eye contact. Um, because I have a weird memory that way, I can still, like, I can be engaged and be coming basically over the piano and into the room and make sure that there's contact there because um, the the performers that I love and like the pianists that I love really really do that like I learned how to play by watching Tori Amos and Tori is continually opened to the audience physically like turned sideways on the piano bench and like looking directly mm-hmm. into your damn soul yeah so like I want to be doing that even if it's something that I don't know I will like Memorize the next three lines as I'm sight reading it, mm-hmm. and try to get 
out of the book. Did you see the uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch? I haven't watched it yet. It's on oh, my list. Delicious. It's delicious. I'm so excited. And there is a duplex moment. No, shut up. Specifically. Moment. I fell off my sofa. Fell off. I was in the the, the yeah, Grandpa yeah, yeah. Joe bed. Yeah. I'm gonna die. Not to spoil your your duplex uh, surprise for that, but it's your heart will flutter. Yeah. Oh my god. You could I, almost see your head in their little cartoon window that they drew. Shut <laughs> up! Like, oh my god. You're such a staple of like I, downtown New York. Um. No. I. I. I mean. I love it. That's. Oh god. Because there was one night I did get. You know, people will often like write down requests on a napkin or whatever and yeah. put it up on the piano. There was a night where I took a picture of it. Um, somebody just wrote a napkin that said, you're like if John Mulaney and Elton John had a baby. Kind like, of. Oh, what, what a compliment. Like, I feel Frame seen. that napkin. Frame yeah. that napkin. I know. It is now forever on the Instas. Because um, I'm like, that is not that's, inaccurate. That's beautiful. I Yeah, I, I will absolutely you take that. You felt seen. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you become you? Like, where did you go to school? <laughs> How did you become so good at playing piano and just sitting down and, like, having no note? Like, that to me is crazy. Yeah. Having no music in front of you and just be like, what do you want to hear? Oh, this random song? I know that. <laughs> I mean, that's why there are so few piano bar mm-hmm. players. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for lack of yeah, and it's a weird structure. And part of it is because, like, part of the reason why I think I've done well with it is because I've got a really broad swath of musical swath. Enjoy that word Um, uh, of just like musical influences and kind of what I'm into. Because okay, yeah, I mean, you're pop, you're rock, you're you could do blues, jazz. Yeah, sure, jazz. Yeah, like I've actually gotten a lot more familiar with like the jazz stuff given like a lot of the people that I play for. Okay. Um so I I knew Great American Song but kind of the the in the stuff that people know. Um but I've gotten to really go deep dive like playing with Natalie Douglas and like a lot mm-hmm. of people with Birdland and just like that has really transformed the depth of that knowledge. But like okay, if we're doing if we're doing the 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 school backgroundy thing Um, Is it story-worthy weird? It's story-worthy weird, I think. Because, like, okay, as a little fat and gay child, I clearly wanted to be Annie. Duh. Duh. We all did. Um, But then, uh, like, was doing the pop thing, really enjoyed a Debbie Gibson moment, really enjoyed Tiffany. Early Madonna. Cindy, uh, the first CD I ever bought was the True Color CD. So Cindy was, like... Deep for me, very early on. Queen, the queen, and that voice is insane. The whistle tone in uh, "When You Were Mine" just blew my mind when I was six. I've been doing a lot of yeah. Hatful of Stars lately. Oh, Hatful of Stars is gorgeous. Oh God, that whole—that's one that got lost to time for a yeah. little while. Yeah, and that album is kind of oh God. Um, 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 the D flat. Um, oh God, what is that song? That gorgeous ballad on that album. Um, I don't know. There's many. It'll come back. Um, I'm going to be strong. There's a D flat in it. There's a D flat. It's it's in D flat and she's belting her tits off. It's in D flat, he says. Um, Yeah. Who says that? I had to start playing it. Know that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be strong. It's incredible. Check it out. Um, I'm so annoyed by you. Yeah. So, so like, I was doing like Cindy and pop stuff, 
and loved that and just wanted to sing. Just wanted to sing, sing, sing all the time. Did not play piano at all. Um, and then uh, was doing like choir and uh, auditioned for the first Chicago company of Les Mis. Uh, I didn't know it was about starving children and I was very fat. Um, oh. So I did not book it. Oh. I <laughs> went in. <laughs> My oh. fat ass in like a bulky sweater in a Chicago winter. Uh, my name is Brian Nash. I will be auditioning for the role of Madame Tenardier. <laughs> yes, basically, shoulda. Didn't own the show yet because it had just come out. And went in and my little fat ass was like, like Augustus say love, it is a river. <laughs> Literally sang the rose for my Gavroche audition. What? <laughs> I sang Everything's yeah. Coming Up Roses oh, yeah. for my Funny my Girl son. audition at age yeah. 10. Yeah. Booked it. Yeah. Yeah. You had to book that. Yeah. I absolutely. You That's actually a good choice for that. Funny Girl at 10? Yeah. I yeah. thought you were like 20. You were no. a magnificent fanny. 10. That was my regional debut. 10. I was a little child. Oh. Understood. You were Eddie. Stephanie um, was my fanny. Oh, you did the J block. Yeah. Before the J. Yeah. Yeah. Pre J. Yep. Stephanie Block. Stephanie Block. Oh, I need a J in there. She was queen. Mm -hmm. Stephanie J Block. Oh yeah, you know you gotta you gotta give an initial. Yeah. If you want to. Um. Yeah. So like, (laughs) did not book it. They called me in later for falsettos because that tracked more. Um. But yeah, and then discovered Les Mis. Like I'd already kind of been in the musical theater, like dipping a toe in. I played in like a local. Like, Kitty production of Little Shop. I played the dentist. I wrote in on my Knight Rider Big Wheel, which I thought was a very strong acting choice. Um, Absolutely. Knight Rider oh Big Wheel. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then was like deeply in love with Les Mis. I did my fifth grade book report on the unabridged edition of Les Mis a Rob. Like 1,463 pages of Victor Hugo. You have it memorized. My too? teachers were so confused. I was a weird, I like started reading really early, so I was like a weird ass kid. Um, did we all yeah. know you're gay? All the adults around? Like, I'm sure they did. Did we get any bullying? Like, was like people like, because I want you to be yeah. my child. Like, you just telling me this? I mean, it was typical middle school shit. Like, not from the family at all. But then, like, was doing the choir thing. And uh, my choir teacher uh, took all the boys in the school to see the American Boy Choir when they were on tour. And they were like, hey, if anybody wants to audition, we are having auditions backstage after the show. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to, like, you know, come on back. And I went back. And I was like, uh, like, great, I want to sing the uh, P.I. Yesu from the 4A Requiem. And the music director, Jim Litton, genius, started playing the Lloyd Webber. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I know that one. But yeah, no, the 4A instead. I was 11. Um, oh God, my yeah. heart is so big for you. And you were a cut character from yeah. Life with Mikey. Yeah, absolutely. And got in. They're like, yep, great. Went home, like woke up my mom. And I'm like, I got in the American Boy Choir. She's like... Woke up my mom. Okay. What was it, 3 yeah. p.m.? No. No, it was like, <laughs> it was like a mom? nice concert. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 11 o'clock by the time we got back from the concert. It was an evening. Um, hey, and she's yeah. like, And she's like, ah, whatever. And yeah, and then the admissions material started showing up. I'm like, no, I really want to do this. So I went to boarding school for seventh and eighth grade. I was in the American Boy Choir in Princeton, New Jersey. Went on tour with them, wow. um, which was incredible. Like we went to Taiwan, we went to Czechoslovakia, that we went to Poland. That seems incredibly life changing and formative. It was unreal because, like, I was. 
it was a boarding school. It was basically like gay musical Hogwarts. It was un. That's what I see in my mind. It was unreal because like when I started reading Harry Potter, I'm like, yup, this all tracks because like we'd get up ass early in the morning and like have breakfast and then have music theory class, and then we'd do our academics in the morning. And then we'd have lunch, and then we'd have like a little PE kind of moment, just gonna get us moving, and then we'd be in rehearsal all afternoon. What a dream! What a dream! Existence. Yeah. So it was me and seventy-one other pre and post adolescent boys living in a house and just singing all day, which was great so it's on like the inside of my head. So many levels. Yeah. What? Like. Yeah. Are you friends with any of them? Oh, like, God, yeah. Still? Absolutely. Do they live in New York? Absolutely. Like, Some of them people? live in New York. They kind of live all over the place. Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. There should be an encore for that. I, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was just the best, most formative thing. Because the second it was going to get like weird, like going to middle school and being like, je suis fatigué, like fat and gay, uh, A, got out went to a boarding school that was just Hogwartsian and also the food was terrible and they kept the candy on lockdown. So I like lost 25 pounds in my first year and like grew six inches. They thought I was anorexic. I'm like, no, I'm just not coming home from school and making myself a bowl of brownie batter and watching the Thundercats. So... That's me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Brownie batter. Yeah. Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, I... Went from being like weird and shy and quiet, and just like I got to really kind of become myself. And like, yes, these people wow. are laughing at all my Monty Python references. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. You found your tribe, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. Right? Oh, like an god, early yes. tribe. absolutely. They oh. saw your true colors, yeah, shine through. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That's beautiful, yeah. And then went to uh, Interlochen, like, I went home for two years for high school, but then went to Interlochen. For, uh, oh, look. Yeah. Oh, God. My uh, actual uh, diploma. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, oh, 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 my God. I'm sitting at his diploma. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's... And then I was, like, studying opera at Interlochen for high school. Michigan. Yeah. Northern, Northern Woods of Michigan. And it was there that I started playing. Like, I didn't play the piano at all until I was 15. Wow. And Casey Stratton, who's actually a brilliant singer-songwriter, was a senior. I was a sophomore. And he got our entire campus hooked on Tori Amos. Mm. Like, he started playing her music. And everyone was like, what is this? And I know nothing about Tori Amos. This is, yeah. like, the weird way. When I met yeah. Brian and found out that he was a mm-hmm. Tori-file, mm-hmm. I was like, no one else has ever said that to me. Mm-hmm. No one else has mm-hmm. ever known who she is or yeah. liked her. Yeah. It's a weird thing. There's a lot of people in theater who know her and love her because the music is so theatrical and it's so it's so musical. It's so in-depth. The harmonic Story. structure is incredible. And she is the best pianist currently working. Like, it's unbelievable. Her left hand is insane. Elton John has told her how jealous yeah. he is of her left hand. Because she <laughs> plays symphonically. And I heard her music, and I'm like, I need to play the piano now. Mm. So I went down to the practice room in the basement of my dorm, and I started teaching myself her music. Like, I started learning to play the piano. The first song I ever learned was uh, Winter by Tori Amos. And then the rest of it was, like, her music and vocal selections from musicals. And I started, it's like... And vocal selections from musicals are terribly written. 
Yeah. Like, it's like, right. here's yep. the melody in the right hand, and here's kind of a bass line. I'm yep. like, this doesn't sound like it. I'm reading it, and I could read music already, clearly. But I was like, this doesn't sound right. So I'd be reading it, but then layering in stuff from the orchestrations that I heard. So I was both reading and playing by ear. So it was a great training ground to be able to, like, do what I do now, which is like... Which, of course, you couldn't have planned. Or... No, God, no. I never would have thought growing up that I'm like I'm going to be a pianist that's not the thing so my main pianistic influences are Tori Jason Robert Brown and Ben Folds because that's really how I learned how literally to play. if all three of those people yeah. had a baby that'd be you yeah yeah plus some glitter plus some plus some glitter and a unicorn yeah but yeah it's I so my piano my pianistic learning is weird because I I taught myself how to play really one of my dreams is still to go to a Tory concert with you. Oh my god! Well, and we'll... it was uh, yeah. the last one that came through town. You were not here. I was out. You of town. had to catch her literally everywhere else. Yeah, I went to Europe instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a great time at the Beacon. Yeah, I. Uh, those were good shows. Listen, those were good shows. Had a great time at the Saw fucking Beacon. Lists. Yeah, and the good thing about a Tory show is like she never plays the same set twice. Mm-mm. Like every show, she's like, here's you know. Kind of the same opening that I'll do, and then like sometimes you hear I'll close every the same song time. you need to yeah. hear. Somehow you have the night yeah. you need to have. Because I mean, she very much talks about tapping into the energy of a room and a space and what's happening in that city that day. And mm. like, so every set is incredibly different. Yeah, the set list is really just there yeah. for her so that she doesn't go over. Mm hmm. Yeah, if she feels something in a minute, she'll be like, oh, nope, guys, I'm not doing that song. And then just goes in a different direction. It's incredible. She was my first concert. Uh, she was my first, like, major At concert. At the Greek in L.A. <gasps> 98? Later, it was Sleeps with Butterflies. Oh, God, 2005? Really? Oh, damn. Was I at that show? No, I didn't I was go not to... a concert kid. I never no. wanted to go to the musical concerts. I wanted to go to the musicals. Yeah, yeah. So we went to the Pantages, yeah. and we went to wherever. Yeah. But when she was coming through LA, I was like, Mom, I know we don't do this. I know mm-hmm. this isn't a show, mm-hmm. but I, I want to go here. That was my first concert of my own choice that I wanted to go see. Yeah. I did. My parents did take me to see Air Supply when I was like, <laughs> eight. Which, no nope. Florida. We were down in Florida and we went to go see Air Supply. I don't know why. It's not like my parents really like Air Supply, but we just went. I remember the hot dog was really good. Again, that kid. I Great. can't remember um, my first concert. Really? No. I mean, I've, I went to concerts. Yeah. But my first big arena mm-hmm. concert. Yeah. Like in Milwaukee was Bette Midler. <sighs> Which tour? Kiss I, went, I went to a lot of them. Um, Divine Miss Millennium. Oh. 1999. Yeah. Great. We were all scared of Y2K. Yeah. I went with my mom, Val Bukholz, and Debbie Bukholz. 20 years ago. Ah. 20 years ago. Whoa. 20 years ago. Yeah, that checks out. Mm-hmm. That was my big, fancy... That's a good you know, one. basketball yeah, team. Yeah, I bought an outfit for Tori. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely went on a kind of date to Tori mm-hmm. in 94. Oh, I love kind really of Really could go either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're either going to be balling yeah. on your first date, yeah. or you're going to have the best yeah. first date of your life. Yeah, and it was like, you know, it was, what, 15, 16? I think it was 15, because mm. my parents dropped us off. Nice. Yeah. And it was like, you're the only other gay kid in my high school. The person who was at my high school. 
Jared didn't even go to my high school. Um, I think yeah. I've told you this story, but obviously we go to the merch table and I have to buy my program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we buy a program, we get back to our seat and we're flipping through it. And I get to like this beautiful centerfold and it's fucking signed. And I go, mom, mm-hmm. it's signed. She goes, no, it's printed that way. Like there's, this was $15. It's not no. signed. So we're looking at the people in front of us go through theirs. And we're just waiting patiently for them to get through all these beautiful fucking pictures of Tori. Mm-hmm. Like get to the fucking middle. They open up the middle. Their shit is not signed. And I have that program. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. possession. Yeah. There, uh, I felt like the luckiest kid that's in America. Amazing. And of course I'm young. I'm probably 15. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, mom, what if, what if this is like lucky trade day at school where like if you have <laughs> the signed one, you get a special prize later. Oh my God. Nothing ever happened. Nothing but ever, I was like, look what I amazing. got. <laughs> I mean, I've got. That merch person yeah. saw like a young little faggot and was like. Yeah, you, you get this. Yeah, here. here you you go, worked honey. hard to be here. Mm-hmm. I've got so many, like, prized Tory things, which is, okay, we're going to go hardcore geek. Like, she made a record. There was a contest in the city of Baltimore to write a song for the city when she was 17. And she went and recorded a song. There were, like, 10 copies of this record that they had pressed. Um, She won the song contest. It sounds like the WKRP in Cincinnati theme song. Yeah. Like, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. We like it here in Baltimore. There's so much love in Baltimore. We're working hand in hand to make this place a better land in Baltimore. Love it. It's Why hasn't Natalie done it? It's terrible. Um, <laughs> it's amazing and it's terrible. And I have one of the 10 copies of this record. And you're real. You're I had her sign it in like 98. And she's like, I'm not even going to ask where you got this. But like, yeah. Does she know you? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, th- he's on a trading card. Yeah, like the regulars. He has the a tori- trading card yeah. of you. himself. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, like the regulars. There's like a, a bunch of. Training- I love that you remember the trading card. Regulars. Um, but like I she, remember everything yeah. you say to me. She, <laughs> at the end of I've, like one of my prized possessions, like at the end of one of the tours. Uh, this is '98, so it was one of the first ones where I did a lot of shows, and she like kind of got to know me. Um, we had a book uh, that the people had to like sign it because like there was a show where it was GA and like you had to like sign in to get tickets. It was a nightmare. We GA to, stands for general, general admission. And people were waiting out in line for like 18 hours to get into this damn show. So I created a list so people could like leave the line and come back in and get back to your spot. The unofficial like, list. Yeah. You were the monitor. I was the, I was the, I was the number bitch on you that. You were what's your name in that episode yeah. of Will and Grace. Yeah. No one Fanalo. Yeah. It was called Fanalo. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, so I had Tori sign the book when she, like during one of the shows and she just stopped and she wrote this note to me that was the sweetest thing that I have ever read and I wept so much it just said like Brian um, your radiance was absolutely contagious miss you but we won't be gone too long dot 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 can't dot 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 heart T and I just lost my shit you know you're magical right you have the spark (laughs) no there's there's spark there's little around you oh yeah so that's a goal realized you you didn't even know it was a goal yeah what else needs to happen? I'm like, what else needs to happen? Um, 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm doing a lot of the things that I really love. I'm getting to play with a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. Yeah. Like, I just did a Anna tour. Gastire. Yeah, I just did a tour with Anna Star Gastire. Star of Wine Country, yeah. my favorite movie, so which I've... I just rewatched and still feel like I've never seen <laughs> That's it. That's right. It is a Same. different movie oh, every I've never I've seen time. Wine Country, I've yet I've seen it, seen it six Pell. different times. In the beginning of the movie, Paula Pell tells the driver who drove him out of the yeah. house, she goes... And I'll try the manicotti recipe. Yes. Which means that the driver offered up a manicotti recipe at some point during that drive. I know. That driver has no lines. I know. <laughs> I've seen it six times. I still feel like I could see it again and never have I seen I'm it once. I'm in the once. mood to watch it. I've never seen that movie. It's on I know. Neither have we. I know. Okay, great. It's the best worst thing that ever could have happened after Marilyn Rowan started it. It took yeah. such a hard turn. I'm so yeah. sorry. You just mm. did a big gig with Anna Castire. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just did a tour for her Christmas album, Sugar and Booze. Oh, is, it's so good. It is it is literally my favorite holiday album now. Yeah. It's amazing. She's so cool. She's incredible and such a sweetheart and hilarious. So, I mean, the tour was insane because it was like kind of what I've been doing lately, which is picking up a band in every city mm. and like just teaching them the show that afternoon and doing it that night sure um this is me and Julian Fletcher who produced the album who's a genius mm. and Anna and just like hitting the road and doing that thing um and it was like it was crazy I mean it's been a mm. crazy month because it was like the Anna Ga- December was madness because it was the Anna Gasteyer tour um like ceaseless New York-y like Christmas gigs and parties and concerts and shit like that. And you did TV gigs, right? TV gigs, yeah. Yeah. We did Seth Meyers and Today Show, uh, which that is madness because we were on at 1045, but we had to get there at Soundcheck at 5 a.m. Boo! Um, Boo hiss! Yeah, boo hiss! Boo hiss! So I definitely soundchecked and came back home and took a nap. And then went back down <laughs> to meet with Hoda um, and that Bush girl. Um, Jenna? Is Jenna? Jenna Bush Hager? Yeah, Jenna. Jenna. Yeah, sure. 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 She was blocking me in a lot of the shots. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and fine. she knew Jenna, it. you fine. make a good yeah. door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, open a new window. And then, uh, yeah. And, but then I had, like, the Countess Luann in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In the middle of all of this. So yeah. it was like just like so many different weird things happening at once. Um, and then I got to go home. I have and a I, question that yeah. may be off mic. Great. How do you I manage do the egos? Because there are a lot of people that are people. And sure. they have a thing. At, sure. As they should. Yeah, absolutely. They're brands and they are singular. Yeah. I mean. Sometimes. It is... <laughs> Do you have to manage egos? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And that's kind of one of the things that weirdly I've become known as being good at. I can imagine. Um, just like working with a lot of a lot of people who, you know, yeah, who do a lot of this kind of work, but don't have a person who does that with mm. them, who doesn't, mm-hmm. don't have like a collaborator. Like Jennifer Holiday doesn't really have like she doesn't have a band that she tours with she doesn't have representation really she does but she doesn't yeah um so she kind of goes into every gig like okay what am i gonna get who am i gonna be working with so and she's very guarded at first um and then like i become known as being someone who can it's actually kind of what i do in the club work it's 
kind of figuring out who you are and what you need. That's a, I can and, imagine that's a huge part of your success yeah, and why people sure. want to keep working with you. Yeah. And being able to be like, okay, what is it that you need and how can I provide that? Because mm-hmm. that is the job. I mean, there are a while lot. Only main, sorry, yeah. while, only main, while still maintaining who you are yeah. and Brian Nash. Yes. Yeah. And giving them that kind of energy and that kind of yeah. support. Yep. Because that's the that's really the job of an of a musical director, of an arranger. Like, what can I do to make to help you do what you do? What can we give to the audience and how can we how mm-hmm. can I support that? What's the best way to support that? Um, and if it's, you know, throwing out ideas and be like, hey, how about this? And maybe this song and maybe this and, you know, let's help. Or if it's someone who like really knows what they're doing and what they want to do, it's just like, okay, how can I, how can I give you that? Um, and it's, it's weird how much I hear about that not happening. People who don't really get that. And because it's so, apparently it's because I'm, because I was an actor and because I've, you know, I've been a singer, like, you know, my college degree is in opera performance, but I mainly work as a pianist, um, supporting other singers. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm approaching everything that I'm playing as a singer, as an actor, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, what acting moment are you trying to make happen? What musical moment are you trying to make happen? And how can I mirror that? Or how can I help that and support mm, that's that? That's really smart. Um, Plus your Midwestern charm. Sure, you know. We do what we can. <laughs> People pleaser. Yeah. And like, you know, because I, I, I worship comedy. I absolutely yeah. worship comedy. Like, I grew up on Monty Python and like so, so many comedians. Like, I watched Guild Alive like nonstop. Yes. I had that VHS and I wore it out. Did you watch that doc? Yes. Oh, God. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So, like... Incredible. Yeah. So, I know how to land a joke, and I can make that happen musically. So, if if I'm working with a Natalie Joy Johnson, or somebody who's doing, like... Or, like, a drag queen. Yeah. You know, you work with... Something like that. Yeah. Courtney Act. Courtney Act. (laughs) um, And, like, Latrice Royale, and Lavoie, who's a brilliant drag queen from the UK, who you would be obsessed with. Can't wait. Um... And like Christina Bianco, people who are landing jokes. I'm like, I can play in a way that will make that joke land harder. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of musicians are just like, yeah. you know, I'm just musicking it over here. So whatever you do over you there know is where fine. I learned that about you? Hmm. Mostly Sondheim. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just one of those nights where people are going with varying mm-hmm. degrees of talent from sure. several Tony Awards mm-hmm. to like, I accidentally walked in here, I was looking for Stonewall. Right. Yeah. And like you, every performance was like funny. You are going to a, a stage where Brian Nash is playing, and you just you don't have to worry about that part anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You just have to show up and do your job, mm-hmm. which is what it should be. Like performers should be able to. Just but you get bring out that there to the, the duplex where you could just play <laughs> the notes on the page. Oh sure, but you don't. No. Because that's not that music. doesn't help anyone. It's not music and that's not That's not fun. music. Yeah, that's not real music. That's like, here are notes. Yeah. When notes are lovely. Notes are very pretty. Uh, but who cares? Like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you saying? What is this going to be? And you can, you know, mark your way through a lot of stuff. But I'm, I, don't, I don't enjoy a half-assing moment. 
I sure. need I need full assery at all times. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> what was your first impression of each of us? Oh my god. So uh, Dana was I met I did I meet you through Natalie Joy Johnson? No. No, you were at Duplex first. I met you like you were Dana I saw as a kind of like oh you're like a, a fun regular with a little bit like gang, 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 gang. like a little bit of like a little bit of sass a little bit of eyebrow just a little bit of eyebrow yeah a little bit of Lexus like there was but I dated Poppy Kramer in exactly 2012ish yes and so she's the one who brought me to the duplex right. and kind of you know she was the mayor yeah. of yeah that area yeah definitely so exactly. I met. You threw her. Was it through Poppy? Or like, I yeah. wasn't sure if you'd come in first and then met Poppy and started dating no. her. I wasn't sure. No. I couldn't remember. No. So she was kind of my pathway into, like, this is gay New York. Mm-hmm. And this is where you should be going. Yeah. Um, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. She's, she's really, like, the reason yeah. why I know a whole lot of people. She did that for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the first. And I would come and see you she would bartend on Sunday nights mm-hmm. and you would yep. be playing and yep. I would get in my little corner over mm-hmm. there kind of by the door mm-hmm. and it was incredible that oh. whole like life the regulars the, yeah. the the thing the energy the, yeah. the the vibe that happens yeah I've never been downstairs at the duplex oh really it's very fun I mean it's very it's become it used to be very New York regular heavy. Mm-hmm. Now it's very tourist heavy, mm-hmm. um, which is good in a way. Like I and we do have like plenty of regulars, but it's very much about like people coming in to have the that mm-hmm. experience, um, which it's also um, busier. So I like that uh, <laughs> instead of like just the New York people. Now we've sure. got like this influx of like. God, everyone, it's like the UN in here. Everyone yeah. here is from like oh, cool. Norway and Australia. So it's very fun and it also like means the musical, like it's weird to A, figure out what is universal musically, but B, like kind of what's happening in the zeitgeist of, you know, of Europe. Like what are they listening to? <laughs> Oh, so you have to yeah. be up. That's another yeah. part of your job. You need to be up on whatever Justin know. Bieber just yeah. dropped because yeah. that'll be exactly an that's what people work. are asking for. Yeah. So it's like I've I also enjoy still doing it because it like it it keeps me current with all the kids. Um, <laughs> but it's weird. Like you see how songs kind of cycle in and out. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, like in the last four months. Gloria by Laura Branigan is coming up a lot. I don't know why. I don't know if it was on something, but it's just kind of it's just a perfect song. It's it's a perfect song, and like I did an arrangement with Nellie Joe Johnson, and Joel Wagner of that linked up with Angels We Have Heard on High. So it just <laughs> made me very happy to do sure. Gloria as a holiday song. We actually um, played that at the end of last year. Oh, at amazing. the end of one of our episodes. Yeah. you're famous for your Brian oh, yeah. mashups. Yeah, sure. Yeah. God Which are, bless you. When you hear one, they're unmistakable and you throw up because you're laughing so hard. <laughs> and you're like, how dare you? Well, again, because like all my musical influences are so weird and so yeah. disparate 
So, like, if Natalie Joy Johnson really wants to do Straight Up by Paula Abdul, she really just wants to sing that song because she loves an 80s jam, she loves a disco jam. Um, we were, met up last night and listened through a bunch of disco shit because um, maybe we'll do a disco show. Like, things like that. Um, I'm like, there is no song here. Straight Up is not a good song. Like, I don't want to hear you just sing that song. And I'm like, but wait. Okay. As Nellie refers to it, it's like, beep, boop, boop, boop. I go into, like, the computer in my brain. Yep. And I'm like, however, if we arranged it like Mine Hair from Cabaret, that's a thing I can get behind. And it works. And the result is. Really well. How dare you. Yeah. Like, Lavoie, um, brilliant dragon from the UK, uh, like we're putting together her 2020 show and she's like okay I really want to do I need to do something as Judy um, but okay what can Judy do because Judy in the past has done I want to dance with somebody in a very Judy like just swung to, I, I want to dance with somebody and then it like just, like she did uh, her Judy last year did Someone Like You which went into the trolley song no, underneath it oh my god no one compares no worries no cares it was just and then like a stripper tempo it was like what would Judy Garland do if she was singing Adele right now and I was just like okay what is a Mort Lindsay arrangement of Adele Someone Like You and so th- this year, I mean, oh spoiler God. alert, uh, I'm like, okay, we need to do multi-layers. We need to do Renee Zellweger as Judy doing Grizabella in the Cats movie. Oh so my God. it's going to be a Judy Garland arrangement of memory. What which did you is... think of Stephen the first time you met him? So Stephen the first uh, time... Judy Garland <laughs> version of memory. I think I first met you in Mostly Sondheim. I think it was the first time I saw you. Probably. Yeah. When I first saw you, I said, oh my... Oh, wow. The first time Dr- ever I saw your face. I like that I went Dreamgirls and you went Roberta Flack. Well, which is weirdly the opposite of our usual brands. I would have brands. done Roberta Flack. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I thought Stephen was delightful, and he he got up and sang. Um, you got up some, and sang. He got up and sang. He got up and sang in Mostly Sondheim, and he gave me like a baritonal in a gay bar. Yes, a baritone, but it was like a safe space. It was a very. It was mostly gay. Sondheim. Yeah, which for those of you who don't know, famously, how late it was. Yeah. Famous, famously. Yeah. We started at midnight. So <laughs> we started at midnight and then at four in the like, morning. Like, I took my time from, yeah. like, leaving a show. Yeah. And, like, sauntered yeah. down there in the late aughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he'd been there a few times before he got up and sang. So he knew the vibe, knew the thing. I think, did you, sing, you didn't sing Being Alive, but you sang some kind of, like... I'm sure it was something it was like It was, like, a Sondheim-y lady moment. Because I knew you'd be able to play it. Yeah. And yeah. I took the title literally, Mostly Sondheim. Well, then I'm bringing you a Sondheim. Yeah, which weirdly, Mostly Sondheim was often Never just Robert Brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, at that, at that era. Um, stupid. But it was true. It was very true. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm smiling. I don't know why I'm saying that like Alice Ripley. Um, and then I really got to know a Stephen moment at Mark Fisher Fitness. That's when we really started like, oh, I guess so. Hey. Yeah. 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 I see you in your Sondheim tattoo and your tiny short shorts. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to open the doors at six. Hey. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Don't do this. Poor queen. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were taking, cl- yeah. we would take we our t- classes. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I forgot about that. It was like, that. oh. That was a yeah. nice old memory. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just swinging a kettlebell with like a Sondheim tattoo out. Well, yeah. it happened. Lynn yeah. has tweeted this tattoo, by the way. Yep. Yep. Not shocking. Yeah. Not shocking. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! There are seven very well known dwarves in history. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you were the eighth, what would your name be? Ooh. Um. What would I be? Oh, God. Chipper came into my head, and that's weird. Chipper Dwarf? Chipper Dwarf. Oh, that's great. Sure. I love that one. Sure. Sure. You're just chipping away. Yeah, I know. Or it could be like a wood chipper. Let's see. Um, Piano keys are made TSA of Pre-check yeah. Dwarf. Yeah. yeah. TSA Pre-check Dwarf. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, diamond Delta Ma- Sky Lounge. Delta, Delta, Delta Diamond <laughs> Medallion Dwarf. Evian Dwarf. I mean, when I was on tour with with Andy Bell like actually this is before I was diamond medallion I was uh, they still I was just platinum but I still like you know got upgrades and like free baggage but you know they did refer to me as Miss Platinum Medallion which is not a bad Please welcome to the it's stage not platinum medallion mm-hmm. that is gorgeous which diamond medallion is much better I prefer that well you gotta yeah. have to work harder yeah you do you gotta you gotta make 125,000 miles a year Although I did 187 last year. Sometimes you turn, you go to the duplex and then you get on a flight. Like yeah. you've done crazy turnarounds. It, yeah, sure. Or yeah, I'll no, like travel does not scare you. You are not. You will book something and know that your flight will be fine. Yeah, I knock on everything. But yeah, there are times where I'm like, I will get off a plane from Australia and go directly to the duplex and play for seven hours. Because I'm gone. I'm gone so much. I feel bad. Um, and they're lovely. They let me sub mm-hmm. out whenever I sure. want, whenever I need to. I it's that. great because partially because they know like if there it is conceivable that I will be there, I will be there. Um, so yeah, it'll be like I just flew for twenty five hours and here we are. And who Let's wants to this. hear Gloria? Yeah, exactly. It's another through line of our podcast. The people that we talk to, you show up. Yeah, you show up. You show up. This is why you're successful. This is why we want to talk to you. This is why yeah. you let us in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I really respect you, and I thank you so much. Oh my god, of course, my for pleasure. sitting down with us. Thank you so much, and having us over. I Thanks can't believe we finally pinned on you this, down on this misty day. Yeah. Oh, queen of the mist. Oh, queen of the mist. But this is part one of part, you know, thirty seventy-eight. Oh with Brian god, Nash. it's going to be like sure. R. Kelly's trapped in the closet. There's just going to be parts sure. that nobody <laughs> gets and to get in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> and then comes a nosy neighbor with a spatula, like. <laughs> What? Um, what was the spatula? What was that all about in that moment? That? I want a Natalie Joy Johnson version of Trapped Trap in the, the Closet. closet. Maybe all that's her podcast. All the parts. Yeah. Maybe that's her podcast. Natalie's podcast is just our Kelly's Trapped in the Closet. Yeah. Miss Natalie's Trapped in yeah. the Closet. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> also, yeah. Okay, so what do you want to plug? I know there's Get Into It Queen. Get Into It Queen. <laughs> that we just referenced. Uh, by, by Miss Natalie, our... our, our hit gay disco single you can um, download which, it on itunes and then there's also iTunes. a youtube video the video um we're going into the studio uh in the next month to record a bunch of the new songs yes! we have a lot of new songs that have come up is gummy one of them the gummy is going to be one of Yay! them uh can we just try it is going to be one of them um there's a new song we're writing called gorgine love like, it's um, only a matter of time. yeah i know you have to it's gorgine 
Um, yeah, so that's happening. Um, I don't. I don't have anything necessarily to plug. I what, mean, what does your twenty twenty look like? Do you, do you have your on an Atlantis cruise? My twenty twenty like... is insane. Um, I've got a bunch of big boats back to Australia at least once, maybe twice. I might be going back for Sydney Cabaret Festival again this Amazing. year. Amazing! If you're on an Atlantis cruise, go and see sure. Brian you Nash. Where do you yeah. Where do you play? Like in the lounge? Is there like a... uh, yeah? I'll play like you know. And there's like a piano bar kind of moment, and then I'll be on the main stage every damn night. Amazing! Um, and you know, I've got a, I've got a solo album. If you like, if you like sad songs, um, it's called uh, Forever After. It's on the iTunes. Um, there's not a single song I wrote on it because I'm lazy, um, and I don't really write songs that often. That's You're okay. the least lazy. So yeah, I just don't have that gene. I love you so much. I love you. Where can people find you online? Where are your handles? Oh, uh, uh, it's at Brian J Nash. Great. All the things. Beautiful. On all the things. Yeah. Bye. 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 In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at InTheRoomPod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.